Hello, Jennifer Smith here, True Love Scam Recovery, Narcissistic Abuse Unwound. This is a big day. Today, I'm going to share with you something I don't really directly talk about ever on any platform, in any article, in any of my books. This is something I work with people on in guided recovery coaching. And I call this marvelous, magical, unbelievable thing, reframing, reframing the nightmare. I did this spontaneously in the aftermath of my hijacking. I don't know why it came to me. Well, I have a theory about that, but it came spontaneously, automatically, instinctively. And what it is, is reframing, reimagining why they did what they did or said what they said based on them, based on this pathology, based on how their brains work rather than on how we feel or felt about what they did. In other words, rather than basing what we decide they did on our emotions, we base it on what they are. And some of you might have noticed, I never use the phrase who they are. I don't consider them a who, they are a what. Every pathological parasitic predator is alike in a fundamental core way. And this is that they are a closed circuit of self to a pathological degree. It's coming from their brain permanently, a permanent condition in their brains. It's the way they think. It shades what they believe about the world and how they see anything outside their own skin. So reimagine the reasoning you've attributed to what they do. Reframe it. Is it possible that it's ever about us? Yes, we experience it. We are hurt by it. We are devastated by it. We are colossally traumatized and in so many ways at that time ruined by it. Yes, we get back up later. We restore our lives. But in that moment when we're trying to think about what is this? What did they do? What are they doing? They did this just to make me feel crazy. They did this just to ruin my life. Just for a split second, reimagine it. Can it be about us? Given this abnormal brain that has no emotional connection, no care or positive concern for any other being outside their own skin, they're really not thinking about you or me or Betty or Jane or Tom or Joe. They are thinking about themselves. They're solely focused on themselves, asking themselves constantly, am I safe and can I get more? Those are the questions in their brains. That's their motivation. That's the basis on which everything they say and do comes from. So using that as the foundation of what they are, and they are the doer and the sayer, so we need to see why they do and say what they do and say. They are in a closed circuit of self at all times, thinking to themselves constantly, am I safe? Can I get more? 
That is what motivates them. The thing they did and the thing they said causes us harm, for sure, without a doubt. But they can't think of us. They're concerned about themselves. Reimagine, reframe their motivation based on what they are rather than your emotions caused by what they did. Now, certainly we have all seen those of these creatures who seem to just dance in delight at our pain. But what are they really doing? They see our pain as proof that the thing they did to get more or to stay safe was successful. It's about them, again, always and forever. Their minds are only focused on themselves. They see our pain as a signal, a sign, as proof that they are amazing, that they're geniuses, that they're good at what they do. They seriously, literally take pride in what they do. Now, if they happen to really, really, really enjoy people's pain, you know, the ones that do things that are mentally and emotionally painful and possibly include physical pain as well, torturous pain ongoing, routinely, things like hiding your keys and telling you when you ask, oh my God, have you seen my keys? Have you seen my keys? I can't find them. They lie and say they haven't seen them, but the keys are in their pocket or in the bottom of the cookie jar. And later they're going to put them out on the dining room table and say, oh my God, they were there all the time. What's wrong with you? That is a little different. That is done because they enjoy it. It's still about themselves. We are always and ever nothing but their survival and or their entertainment. That is how they view people outside of their own skin. When they park your car down the street so you can't find it and you start to become mentally unhinged gradually, this does cause confusion in us, panic in us, anxiety in us, and it does keep us from seeing what they are. It's a method of keeping themselves safe. The only thing they are ever doing is looking out for themselves, asking themselves, am I safe? Can I get more? Reimagine your circumstances, the memories that you have as they replay in your mind. Reframe the nightmare. If you have any questions about this, please feel free to email me. And more than that, set some recovery sessions with me. This is the tip of the iceberg. Really delving into someone's individual circumstances is what happens in recovery sessions in a way that is so beyond anything I write in articles or talk about now in this podcast or is in any of my books. Anytime, reach out. Jennifer Smith at truelovescam.com and saying goodbye for now. This is Jennifer Smith. True Love Scam Recovery, Narcissistic Abuse Unwound.